good morning. Ah! You startled me. <laughs> Now tell us, who are you and what are you doing here? Well, I'm something of a famous radio personality. Hey, Scotch, are you actually doing some work today? No, your ears are not deceiving you. I am trotting out that sad old theme from Titanic, but forget about the heart of the ocean diamond necklace from Titanic for just a, just a doggone minute. Do you remember that story about the Porsches that were on fire in the ocean last week? There's a bear crap in the woods. Because I got an update on that story that we had last week. There are now thousands of Porsches, Lamborghinis, and Bentleys headed to a grave at the bottom of the ocean off the coast of Portugal. Oh! Yes. Two weeks ago, you probably remember we were talking about a huge cargo ship called Felicity Ace. Caught fire while transporting up to 4,000 luxury cars from Europe to the U.S. And it just sank. Yikes. The Portuguese Navy rescued all the crew members and a salvage team extinguished the fire. They tried towing the ship to land, but the fire damaged it so much that it took on a bunch of water, tipped over, and went down. For plunk. It's unclear what caused the fire, but the captain said once the lithium-ion batteries in the electric cars ignited, it was impossible for the crew to put the fire out without special equipment. So it got serious real fast. Ship was abandoned. All the cars will be covered by insurance. That's the good news. The bad news is that this could be a major environmental mess because there is 2,000 metric tons of fuel and another 2,000 metric tons of oil. That's all at the bottom of the ocean now. Jack, I want you to draw me like one of your French girls. Wearing this. Rose! Wearing only this. We got more pressing issues, you tart. They're sunken portions. <laughs> no, that's not funny. I feel like this is my new favorite show. How you doing? It is Scotch coming to you from the Jack FM studios, held together by Epic Welding. If it wasn't for them, the whole thing, the whole works would fall apart. It come crashing down on my head. But fortunately, they're... Welding holds it all together. So you can use this information in one of two ways. Keep doing what you're doing, or forever avoid one specific stall in public bathrooms. That's right, I've got some more toilet news for you. A new poll found that there's one stall that gets a lot more traffic than the others. It's important to know, over 2,000 people were asked this question. Listen carefully. If you walk into a public bathroom with three empty stalls, which one do you use? The one closest to the entrance? the middle stall or the one farthest from the entrance well obviously the middle stall isn't popular and the first stall isn't either people were three times more likely to choose the stall furthest from the door Alrighty then. and how more likely were they to well 15 percent would use the one closest to the entrance another 15 percent said the middle stall weirdos and 47% would walk a few extra steps and use the one that is farthest from the door the remaining 22% said they don't know or they don't care I find that hard to believe which I find very hard to believe because everybody's got a bathroom preference how can you not have an opinion on the toilet change the subject toilets were the subject not that that's not a fascinating topic and there are probably more important things happening in the world but if you're somebody who's passionate about counter space you should know that there is a major battle going on right now regarding toasters happening on social media. That's right, we're talking about toasters and toilets this morning. Uh, there are people who want to leave their toaster on the counter. That's what we do in our house. That way it's ready to go whenever there's toast to be made. And there are others who want it to be cleared away after use and stored in a hidden away place freeing up the counter. Everybody's got a different opinion. On one hand, yes, having too many appliances out can get in the way, but Waiting until your toaster is safely cooled down, unplugging it, packing it away, and then getting it back out every day, doesn't that seem like a lot more trouble than it's worth? 
And what about your coffee maker? Don't you leave your coffee maker sitting out on the counter? You're not going to unplug that and put that away every time, right? This whole... This whole poster thing has got me in a tizzy. People are complaining. Too bad! Your least favorite assistant manager, Scotch, on a hump day. It's called Wednesday. And if you're still in bed, what are you doing? Rise and shine, grab that cup of coffee, hop in the shower, use soap, make sure to <laughs> scrub all those scrub all those areas that need to be washed. Do I need to tell you? There's something in your house that you need to be washing way more often than you do. And no, for once, I'm not talking about your greater undercarriage region. You probably have at least a few blankets on your couch, right? God knows we do in our house. Whether they're throw blankets for decoration or maybe blankets that you use to keep yourself warm when you're watching TV. Or maybe you've got blankets that serve as dog or cat beds. That we do so we don't get pet hair all over the place. But you've got them, right? And you aren't washing them enough, according to experts. They're taking in lots of nasty stuff. Food, dust, pet hair, and whatever you're tracking on your feet, all that bacteria just sits there on your couch. So these experts, whoever they may be, are saying that you should wash them every week or two. And odds are, right now, you're not coming even close to that. I know that we're not at our house. I can't remember the last time we washed the blankets on our couch. And since you're washing them that often... You're going to want them to last a while, so they're saying it's better to hang them to dry than to always throw them in the dryer. That's easy for these life hackers to say, right? Because they don't live up in North Dakota and Minnesota. Are you going to throw your are you gonna throw your blankets out to dry on the clothesline in your backyard? Not bloody likely. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. That's what they're saying. Wash the blankets on your couch. Here's an uplifting story. An 81-year-old Florida man was saved by his dog when he fell out of his wheelchair into a lake. I tried to back around to get out of it. It went straight back instead, and right down the embankment and dumped me right in the water. The dog then started barking until two bystanders and a police officer came over and helped the man out of the water before he drowned. The dog was splashing in the water, so we both ran over here and I jumped in the water. Only his head was above water. I gave her a treat. <laughs> I love her. That's Harry Smith talking about what happened and praising his four-legged friend, Sarah Jane. Who's a good girl? <laughs> Good morning, rise and shine, everybody, on your feet. Mike, Dave, Jan in the back, Carl driving to work, come on. Touchdown, every morning. It's your Jack FM morning show, touch those toes, gotta stretch. Doing the chicken fat. Give that chicken fat back to the chicken, and don't be chicken again. Anybody remember exercising to this 45 record back in the old elementary school gym class wearing those corny one-piece gym suits? So the reason I'm playing Go You Chicken Fat Go is uh, this story about an 18-wheeler that overturned while attempting to navigate a stretch of road known as Dead Man's Curve in Birmingham, Alabama yesterday. Now, that's not unusual. In fact, you'd probably assume that I would play Dead Man's Curve by Jan and Dean to accompany this story. But what is unusual is that this truck spilled 45,000 pounds of chicken fat. Well, there are signs of progress here at Dead Man's Curve, but the road is still unfortunately closed more than five hours after this started. 40,000 pounds of chicken fat just spilled all over the road here when an 18-wheeler overturned. Go, you chicken fat, go! 45,000 pounds of chicken fat. The crash happened shortly before 11 a.m. on State 20. Yesterday, Birmingham Fire and Rescue Service Battalion Chief Sebastian Carrillo said nobody was injured in the wreck, but uh, there's going to be a prolonged cleanup in the area. I'll take any excuse to play Go, You Chicken Fat, Go. Okay, that's enough. We're going to pull the plug on this bit. 
You know, sometimes when you're down in the dumps and you need something to bring you up, there's only one thing that's going to do it. Paul Stanley, can you help me out? I ain't talking about no tequila. No, no, no. That's not what we're talking about. I ain't talking about no Southern Comfort. No, that's not what we're talking about. I ain't talking about no Budweiser neither. Budweiser? No, no, no. You know what I'm talking about? Stupid criminals. I can't hear Stupid criminals. I can't Stupid. You're so stupid. Here we go. Stupid criminals in the news. Here's a twist we didn't see coming. And neither and the, neither did the cops. Two police officers in Virginia were arresting a guy for a domestic assault last month when he tried to run, took off on foot, as criminals often do, and they started chasing him through a field. This happened in Martinsville, Virginia, near the, near the North Carolina border. So then out of nowhere, a farm animal joined in. One of the cops was running through the field trying to catch the guy when a goat from a neighboring farm decided to chase him too. Can you imagine the spectacle? It ran past the cop made it through a fence and then kept gaining on the guy and chased him into a wooded area. The cop actually stopped for a second when he saw the goat, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like he just needed to process what was happening because it was so weird. Is that a goat? What the hell? The goat then helped flush the guy out of the woods and he got arrested. Now people online want the police to give the goat an official commendation for helping. Because seriously, that goat is the GOAT, the G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. Cops returned it to its owner and took the guy to jail. But I can't help but feel that besides getting a special recognition from the local cops that maybe someday this GOAT should get his own TV show. Tonight on The Rookie GOAT. That's tonight on The Rookie GOAT on ABC. There you go. There's your stupid and I love reading some of the celebrity news. I ran across this uh, Scarlett Johansson, very much like every other parent, having their child question their every move. Well, People Magazine, she said that she even had to explain what a thong is after her seven-year-old daughter asked her why her underwear goes up her butt crack. My underwear is so far my butt crack, my legs in Thongs and butt cracks for hours. Trust me, I have. But instead of doing that, let's check out some random facts. Random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Wednesday. Write them down, put them on a post-it, shove them in your ear, stick it in your pocket, whatever you need to do, and then whip it out at the correct moment and impress your coworkers with all this great random information. Here's your first random fact. 2% of all the eggs produced in the U.S. are used by Waffle Houses. That's a lot of eggs. Wow, wow. Slow down, egghead. The mascot for Vlasic Pickles is a stork because storks are associated with pregnancy, and Vlasic wants pregnant women craving pickles to choose their brand. <laughs> that is not something I expected to read. Vlasic Pickles chose a stork because pickles associated with pregnancy. Labrador retrievers have so much control over their jaw muscles that they can carry an egg in their mouth without breaking it. A lot of egg facts today. People who are lactose intolerant are normal. People without lactose intolerance are mutants. Humans all used to be lactose intolerant. People who aren't have a mutated gene that allows them to process dairy. How about that? Well, what do you know about that? We're the weirdos. Drinking our milk, eating our ice cream. 
Finally, Bruce Willis turned down the role of Sam in the movie Ghost because he didn't understand how it would work with the main character being dead for most of the movie. And the role went to Patrick Swayze. Nine years later, of course, Bruce starred in The Sixth Sense. <laughs> See what you get, and there you go. Random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Wednesday on 1019 Jack FM.